Hi, this is Howard Jacobson, and I am really excited to be talking today to Rhonda Collier, who is the CEO and co-founder of Sweetwater Health. Hello, Rhonda. Hi, Howard. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, this is, this is actually, um, people will, will get a lot of value from this, but maybe not more than I will. Cause I, I, you know, my dirty secret here is that I wanted to interview you solely for my own edification. So everyone else is oh. eavesdropping, but this is really all about me. Right, so, right. So the, the reason I came across you and your work is that, um, you know, in, in, in the field of health and especially around nutrition, one of the big issues is people kind of losing weight and feeling better. And so we have all this information about like what foods are good, what foods to eat. And in, in whole, we talk about that. Um, you know, the, the benefits of the plant-based diet. And then people are very often always, you know, talking about exercise as well as an important complement for a lifestyle, for movement, for weight loss. But there was a missing piece. Um, and a lot of people, I think, experience this when they do all the right things and that they're still not getting the results they want. They're still um, overweight or they're, they're exhausted all the time. And they're, maybe they're, they're driven to overeat on, you know, bad processed foods just to stay awake throughout the day. Isn't, is, there, is there a missing piece that we should be, knowing, we should be uh, learning about? Yeah, there's a couple of pieces that I think people don't really think about. I mean, the whole uh, premise, which has truth in it, which calories in and calories out, um, and you'll lose weight. Well, that's not really true. It turns out that stress and the cortisol caused by stress um, can contribute to your body holding on to fat. Also, inflammation, low-level inflammation, uh, combines with that cortisol and you know the body's one big feedback system and so when you get inflammation and stressed cortisol um, the body starts to go into fight or flight and hang on to every ounce of fat that it has it makes it very difficult to lose weight mm. and I, w- I was at a talk a couple weeks ago um, given by Brendan Brazier who is a, a plant-based uh, triathlete, and he was telling a story about when he was just starting his professional training regime. He was working out, you know, 35, 40 hours a week and eating a lot and gaining a little bit of weight. And so he thought, well, maybe I'm overeating, even though it didn't seem possible. So he cut back on his on his calories, and he started gaining more weight. Yeah. And he attributed that to that fight or flight, to that being in, in cortisol – you know, hell, where where just his body was was kind of freaking out and trying to hold on to every ounce of, of energy for for the coming crash. That's right. That's right. For the coming crisis. Crisis that, that really isn't coming. Um, modern day, we we're in fight or flight uh, uh, much of the time, but I, because our bodies don't know that there's no longer such thing as a saber toothed tiger that we need to run away from. Um, the stress is interpreted as a life or death situation where you would need to hang on to all your energy stores um, in order to survive. And that's just not the case anymore. Mm. So so you talked about uh, cortisol and inflammation, and those seem like kind of hard and expensive things to to track on a regular basis. But you, you've hit upon a, a simple metric that – 
I recently have heard about called heart rate variability that's kind of a, a, a grand proxy for, for some really important stuff. Could you talk about heart rate variability, just what, what it is and what it means? Okay, sure. So heart rate variability is the uh, variation of your heartbeat throughout the day. And now it, that, and you have to be really clear about it. it doesn't mean how many beats per minute, um, 50 beats per minute, 60 beats, 70. All of that doesn't matter. It's how much your heart rate varies within that minute. Um, a great example is if your heart beats at say 60 beats per minute, that means that it beats on average one time per second. Okay. Um, well, in reality, your heart doesn't beat one time every second like a metronome. It actually beats at 0.92 seconds, 0.98 seconds, 1.02 seconds, and so on. And those average out to one second intervals in a minute. Okay? So it's that, it's that 0.98, 0 0.92, 1.02. That is heart rate variability. It's the variation between heartbeats that a healthy person will exhibit. Okay. So, so when I first saw that, that kind of flew against, you know, whatever I'd picked up in like elementary school around health and that, you know, a steady heartbeat is a healthy heartbeat and, and variance is like palpitation. So what, why right. is, why is heart rate variability a sign of something good? Well, it's a, it's a sign of a healthy and robust nervous system. For example, we were talking about stress and fight or flight. The sympathetic, you have the autonomic nervous system has two branches. The sympathetic, which is your fight or flight branch, and your parasympathetic, which is your rest and repair branch. The sympathetic or fight or flight branch actually causes your heart rate to increase. Okay? Um, whereas your parasympathetic or rest and repair branch causes your heart rate to decrease. So as you move through life, these two branches of the nervous system are constantly working together, if you will, to keep you stable, to keep your temperature in your body correct, to keep your blood pressure correct, and to keep everything moving properly. So um, as they work together, they're, they're changing the heart rhythm. As the sympathetic nervous system kicks in, your heart rate speeds up, and as the parasympathetic kicks in, it slows down. So if your nervous system is robust, you will have a lot of variability in your heartbeat. So even even from like second to second, the two of them are working to 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 not um, be static, but to be in some sort of like dynamic homeostatic balance. So that's right. So that's so, right. So that shifting side to side a little bit is is the healthiest uh, way. Yes, to that's right. A great example is when you lie down and stand up. Your heart rate needs to increase so it can pump the blood throughout your body and keep your blood pressure normal, okay? Um, if you have uh, a weak nervous system, then you, you'll get lightheaded. Your blood pressure won't adjust quickly, and that would be sort of a uh, stiff or brittle nervous system, if you will, and that would show up as a low heart rate variability. I see. So when I, when I stand up and I start feeling lightheaded and everything goes black for a second, that is a sign that my nervous system... Is, is not responding appropriately in real time. Didn't respond quickly enough, correct. Uh, okay. So um, where does this metric come from? Like when I, st I studied biofeedback, gosh, t 15 years ago, and it was just sort of heart rate or galvanic skin response. Where, where did HRV, heart rate variability, 
get discovered and and, and validated as a uh, as a valuable metric for for nervous system health. Actually, it's been around so long, I can't tell you who actually first came up with it. I think it was in the '60s, um, but it's been a subject of uh, medical research for nearly 30 years. So you can go to the National Institute of Health database and find thousands of papers on heart rate variability, researching everything from heart disease to depression, anxiety, Parkinson's disease. Uh, it's just across the board, anything that involves the nervous system. So, um, yeah, it's it's real. And most research physicians do know about heart rate variability. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if my heart rate variability is is brittle if it's i guess it's a, a low number how and how you know, we'll talk about how it's calculated in a little bit um that means that i'm constantly under stress or or uh flooding my body with cortisol or um yeah yeah stress floods your body with cortisol um so heart rate variability really is a, a uh it's an integrated system that includes regulating the body, respiration, blood pressure, digestion, as well as your emotions and your environment affect your heart rate variability. So um, you want a, a high heart rate variability. Now, to your point of, of stress and a brittle, what we see in our culture is chronic fight or flight or chronic stress. Because of the neuroplasticity of the body, Meaning that our, our, our neuron wirings in our brain and body can change any time during our life. It's a myth that you're hardwired in adulthood. Um, when you're always exposed to stressful situations or you perceive situations as stressful, it wires your body to always be in the fight or flight mode. So people experience just chronic stress. Even when they're relaxed, their uh, fight or flight branch of their nervous system is in overdrive. Got it. So if we're talking specifically to folks who are listening to this who uh, are interested in nutrition, in uh, in losing weight, so h- how exactly would a, a brittle uh, heart rate variability get in the way of, of them achieving their ideal weight and feeling great? Uh, you would most likely you're in chronic fight or flight. So we'll talk about that one because it's the most common. And what that does is have this just constant stream of cortisol flooding into your blood. And once again, um, our primitive brain doesn't know that we're not in danger of our lives. And so it, it, it receives these triggers of stress and tells the body to hold on to fat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's so, so no matter, no matter how good you're eating, uh, or how much you're exercising, this is kind of a, uh, a really basic, uh, sabotage. Yes, absolutely. And then there's the less common case of, um, overactive parasympathetic, where people are lethargic, they don't move, and their, their fight or flight branch actually doesn't kick in. And that's less common. Do, does that happen after, like, so many years of chronic stress that you just get exhausted? I think that's more of a, a reaction from other uh, disease states. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, depression. So I think the research I've done shows that, you know, high depression can result in a overactive 
parasympathetic. I see. Where you just, everything slows down and you just can't get the get up and go. Okay, so well, let's let's talk about the mo- the more common case. So uh, over overactive sympathetic, constantly in fight or flight. So and you said that all sorts of stresses can impact that from the what we think to our environment to what we eat to how much sleep we get. So the folks who are listening to me know that we can control to you know what what we put in our bodies. We can choose to exercise or not. Are there ways to directly train ourselves to have better uh, heart rate variability. Absolutely. And the most easy uh, approach is deep breathing, believe it or not, with long exhales. Research shows that having an inhale-to-exhale ratio of one to two, so inhale for two seconds, exhale to four seconds, actually balances the nervous system. It increases the parasympathetic activity and slows down the heart. Well, so is that is that just while you're doing it, or does it, you know, if you if you consciously do that for for a certain amount of time per day or per week, will that train your system to bring it back into balance, or is that just work while you're doing it? No, it, you're you're right. Um, definitely do it if you find yourself stressing out, but also just practicing deep breathing um, throughout the day does. And once again, it's the neuroplasticity of your body trains your body to wire a different way. Hmm. So in other words, there's, there's no situation in the world where your body could imagine you being under stress and being able to deep breathe. Like if the saber-toothed tiger is there, you wouldn't be deep breathing. That's right. right? That's so, right. So it's kind of this, this, this uh, conscious pathway into what's generally an unconscious uh, biological system, the nervous system. That's right. Um, the fight or flight branch is generally triggered in the primitive part of our brain, and that's where our, our higher brain or frontal cortex comes in, and we can actually override that and go, whoa, okay, this, this traffic jam that I sit in every day is not worth my health. <laughs> I'm going to realize that I'm stressing, and I'm going to sit here and breathe. I'm going to turn on the radio or off the radio Um and just chill in this traffic jam and not let this uh, affect my health. Mm. Of course, for, for me, the great irony is that precisely when I need to think those thoughts, when I'm in, when I've been hijacked by my primitive brain, is when I'm least able to think them. That's right. That's right. And that's why we created our product to alert you. Yeah, so let's talk about that. I mentioned, you know, this is a totally selfish call. So I really want to understand how this thing works. So for, for, first of all, you know, when I was first looking at heart rate variability, I was looking at products that were $300, $190. And I thought, well, that's really interesting, but I kind of, I kind of need a lot more proof, but before I'm going to spend that kind of money. And then I found your product, which costs how much? <laughs> Um, five dollars, four ninety nine on the Apple App Store. Right. If you don't pay tax, it's under five dollars. So it's it's an app um, for for iPhone or I guess iPod right. or iPad so, as well. Yeah, for iPod or iPad. Mm-hmm. And in in order to use it, you need a heart rate monitor. Yes, you do. Right. Which I which I uh, got from Amazon for for sixty bucks, which I can also use for you know running and meditation and all sorts of other things. Right. Um, that's right. So the, the the app is called Sweetbeat. Sweetbeat, yes. And tell me what it does. 
So Sweet Beat takes the uh, heart rhythms off of your athletic chest strap, and what it does is it runs it through some big mathematical algorithms to look at the the um, sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. And then we basically it's a view into your nervous system. And so one of the common use models for the app is to put on your chest strap, turn it on, and just go about your day working at your desk, driving in, you know, driving your car. And it constantly monitors your nervous system. And if you suddenly go into a stress state, it alerts you and asks you to breathe and gives you a breath pacer. Yeah. Okay. So, so I have, um, you know, I consider myself a fairly healthy guy, but I'm kind of failing these, (laughs) at least, you know, the, the numbers that I looked at. So, um, for for HRV, I'm I'm just looking at my history. Um, at the, at, let me get the charts here. Um, it seems like in the morning I'll do I'll do like the the one for training. So this is to tell me if I am healthy enough to go run or work out or whatever I'm going to do. Whether I need a day of rest. So kind of whether today's effort is going to you know be productive or counterproductive. Right, you're talking about the HRV for training uh, feature. Right, so I'm so I'm getting like like low 60s. So what is, what does that mean? Can you compare my heart rate variability to someone else's and say that well, if I'm 60 and they're 80, that they're healthier than I am? Okay, so this is a great question, and we get a lot of this question from our customers. So we've actually created a new document to to explain all this, but I'll do it now. So it's really important for your listeners to understand that heart rate variability is age dependent. It's gender dependent. Um, and it's also stress level and fitness level dependent. So, um, for example, a, a male that's, uh, maybe 20 years old, the average population, uh, says his heart rate variability is about 72 on sweet. If you, if you use sweet B. Okay. Whereas a male that's maybe 55, his average heart rate variability is 52 on sweet beat. Okay. Okay. So, 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 so is, and that's, is that part of, I'm just curious, is that part of sort of natural aging? Or, that's right. Or, that's right. Or, or something else that, that, that we don't age naturally and it's just the chronic stress that lowers it? Well, you just said something important. Um, in general, it's our mindset as we get older. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, after they turn 50, their life's all downhill. Um, and that does affect stress levels and heart rate variability. So there's definitely a lot of that in there. And some of it's just natural aging. Okay. Uh, okay. So um, what happens for me is almost every time I put it on, within a few seconds, it has me breathe. It takes me to the screen where it says inhale and exhale and it times it. And it shows me relaxing pictures. So what is it looking at to tell me that I'm, that it, it thinks I'm under stress? Okay. Uh, the way Sweet Beat looks is it, once again, it measures your, the intervals between the heartbeat. And then we do an electrical engineering processing called a fast Fourier transform. It's what's used in cell phones and music. It's used all over anything that's a frequency. And what we do is analyze this time series and come up with what's called a low frequency and a high frequency. 
Now, the low frequency is your sympathetic or fight-or-flight branch, and the high frequency is your parasympathetic branch. So what you're seeing is a higher uh, sympathetic to parasympathetic ratio, and that shows that you're... That we call that stress. That means that your fight or flight branch is more active, much more active than your parasympathetic branch. I see. So that's not the stress is not directly related to the HRV. Yes, it is. It is. HRV has HRV is a term that has fifty ways to measure it. Okay. Okay. There's there's time domain. It's called which is basic statistics. Standard deviation, root mean square, okay? Then there's the frequency domain, which is how we look at the frequency. How often does it speed up? How often does it slow down? Um, and then that's the, uh, the way we look at the stress levels. That's the low frequency and high frequency. So all of these ways, uh, are ways of measuring heart rate variability. I see. So when I'm looking at the low frequency and the high frequency, Mine are not even close to yeah. even. The, the low frequency is, looks like roughly 10 times the high frequency. Okay, well then that would say you have a uh, very active uh, fight or flight branch to your nervous system. Goodness. Yeah, because I see, you know, when I, when I look at the graphs, they're like, those two lines aren't even talking to each other. They're hardly in the same room. Well, you're not alone. <laughs> many, many, many people are seeing that. Okay. Now, the beauty is people that have used uh, Sweetbeat for some time start to see them come together, and their overall heart rate variability improves. It's been really remarkable. Okay. So I want to ask about that, about, you know, how to, how to train myself. So I can follow the instructions in the inhale and exhale. That's, you know, beautifully simple. But sometimes... Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll turn that off and just look at the number and see if I can will the heart rate variability number to go up and down. And it seems like as soon as it gets better, I get excited and it gets worse again. Like, okay. are there, are there, uh, like, you know, maybe I'm like, you know, outsmarting myself. Are there, are there thoughts that I could try to have or lack of thoughts or do I have to go into Zen meditation for 10 years? Like, you know, I'm actually, I'm, no, I, I think, uh, well, lack of thoughts actually helps it. It's our thoughts, you know, the, the constant uh, broken record in, in human beings' minds that cause our bodies to respond or react is really the best word. But one of the things that we recommend uh, to our customers who really want to balance their nervous system is to go ahead and invest in a heart math uh, solution and do regular coherence training. Okay, so that's the uh, the M Wave. Yeah, and they have an iPhone app now as well. Okay, called called Inner Balance. Uh -huh. And so while while HeartMath uses heart rate variability, it's really a coherence training technique. Um, it's not it's it's a complement to Sweetbeat. Sweetbeat allows you to see the balance of your nervous system throughout the day. Heart math is something you sit down and do as biofeedback. But research shows, a lot of research shows that by doing 10 to 20 minutes of heart math coherence training every day, that you can start balancing your nervous system when you're not doing the training. I see. 
Um, so a couple more just specific to me questions, um, and I'm hoping that that lots of other people will get this app, so this will this will be helpful for them as well. Um, is there are when when you uh, give me my history and it says the stress, um, it goes from one to five. Right. What's is like five is high stress. That's right. Okay, because I, when I look at the, uh, you know, my average are almost all five, so I was thinking maybe I'm really good at this, but I guess, I guess I'm not. You're, uh, once again, you're not alone. Uh huh. Right. So, um, is there, is there a way to, uh, to calibrate it so that, so if I have it on all day, it's not telling me to deep breathe all day. Like I can make it less sensitive so that it's only t- getting me at my worst peaks. Otherwise, well, otherwise I could spend all day deep breathing and, and yeah, you know, that's right. that would be that's my job. Right. Yeah. Sweet beat has a uh, sensitivity level feature that allows you to go from say challenge level one up to challenge level five. And this sensitivity setting is actually adaptive to your physiology so that it basically does a a scaling and fibbing of the LF and HF ratio. Okay. So that so that you'll be able to be down in the yellow and the and the blue and the green, which are the different stress levels. Because you won't use it if you're always pegged in red. Alright, because I I'm level one, so I guess I'm really in bad shape. So uh, that's that's interesting. Um, but we do have that feature. So for most people, they can get out of the red by going to level one. Uh-huh. Okay. So I I clearly have my work cut out for me. Um, one more thing. There's there's another setting here for food. And, right. And on your website, you talk about if people try to lose weight and they can't, that it, there might be food sensitivities leading to inflammation. That's right. Can you talk, that's a, little, right. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. I think your listeners will uh, get a lot out of that. Um, we have a food sensitivity feature that's based on Dr. Coca's pulse test. Now, Dr. Arthur Coca was a renowned uh, immunologist uh, 30 years ago, actually the founder of the Journal of Immunology. He's got quite the pedigree. And he came up with a non-invasive technique to determine if people are eating foods that they're uh, sensitive to. And so what you do is you take your um, your pulse. Now, this is not heart rate variability. This is actual pulse. Okay. You take your pulse first thing in the morning before you get out of bed, and that establishes a baseline for the day. Then you take your pulse right before you eat to make sure you're still in your baseline and you just didn't come back from a run um, where your heart rate is artificially elevated. Mm-hmm. Then you write down what you're eating and you tell the app that you're done eating and it will take your pulse 30, 60, and 90 minutes after you eat. If your heart rate increases during normal activity, once again, you can't go work out. Um, if it increases more than 16 beats per minute, then you've likely consumed something that your body is sensitive to. And this is really important in terms of low-level inflammation. These sensitivities cause not allergies per se that obviously um, you would see, but low-level inflammation that combined with cortisol wreaks havoc on your weight loss regime. Got it. And this, I find this so 
valuable because, you know, in the, in the world I'm in, plant-based nutrition, it's not just about individual health and choice, but there's a lot of, um, say, you know, politics and, and, and ethics and there's a lot of, there's a lot of debates that people f- put themselves in the middle of. Like, if I'm plant-based, then I want to believe that soy is good. And That's I don't, right. you know, and I don't want to believe I have a gluten sensitivity. And so, you know, I, I can end up, you know, you, my body can end up being a, a casualty in the, in the culture wars. That's um, exactly right. So, you know, I discovered through, not through this app, which I didn't know about then, but just through a, you know, a 30 day elimination diet, which was a lot more work to like right. cut out everything and then bring things back in one at a time that soy products threw me for a loop. I'm okay. Like, oh, I'm supposed to like soy. I'm plant based. Right. That's and, right. That's right. And so with the, with this app, you can find out in in 90 minutes whether that's exactly right. Whether certain uh, food items are are getting in the way of your health. That's exactly right. So what we've done in Sweetbeat is automate uh, or make simple uh, Dr. Coco's pulse test. I see. Cool. So uh, I'm cu- I'm curious. Um, where where is who's using Sweetbeat? You know what's 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 what are you working on next? Where are you taking this? And uh, you know what's what's the future of 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 your company's contributions to heart rate variability? Well, currently we have some really uh, lively uh, micro markets in the athletic area. The HRV for training feature is based on uh, clinical research. And they've learned that if you take your heart rate variability every morning at the same time, um, because heart rate variability does have a circadian rhythm, um, that when you overtrain, your heart rate variability will drop. And so that would be a day to do a low exertion day. And if it drops two days in a row, you really probably need a rest day. And so this is a huge micro market because um, folks want to perform their best. They're putting in a lot of effort into training for these events, triathlons, Ironmans, um, even some professional athletes are using heart rate variability now for their training. So this is one of our, our big and growing markets, and we're very grateful and thrilled. Right, because when I was started working out, my assumption was that more is better. And that That's when, right. whenever I stopped, it was you know some form of failure. Right. And what we've learned is uh, a lot of these really hardcore athletes have chronic stress and uh, the, the hard workouts and the more is better is a way to, to relieve that stress. Yeah. And so a lot of the athletes are seeing that they need to add some balance into their lives and using not just the heart rate variability uh, HRV for training feature, they're using sweet beat stress monitoring as well to improve their overall nervous system balance. We also have uh, the biohackers or the quantified self uh, movement folks who uh, want to measure everything. They believe in uh, improving through measurement. Yeah. And so uh, we believe that everything a quantified self uh, tracks, they look at cognitive abilities. They look at what they're eating, glucose levels. They should also be measuring the heart rate variable at the same time. And so that it's taking off with them as well. Uh huh. And I, and what I love about HRV, you know, I'm I'm very attracted to the quantified self movement, just just uh, personality wise. 
Like, you know, right. I, like, I like gadgets and I like numbers and, and I don't really trust things unless they're, you know, lay, laid out on a spreadsheet, um, which is, which is not, you know, it's, it's a personality thing. Right. And, no, that's and, right. And, and yet I feel like there's a lot of quantified self stuff that tends to get very reductionist. Um, yes, that's and, right. No, and, that's a great point. And, and, and as a result, you can be constantly micromanaging everything at the expense of the whole. And what I love about what I've read and what you've explained to me about heart rate variability is that it's a very holistic measure. Yes, that's right. That's right. Sweetwater Health is, uh, uh, as a company, our, our, our way of looking at the world is holistic. Everything's connected. Our thoughts, our feelings, our environment, what we put into our bodies – you know, everything, our relationships, who we hang out with, what we do during the day, all of that affects our health and our nervous system. Right. Well, so this is, this is a fascinating way in. I, I didn't, I didn't think your answers to about my specific questions were going to scare me so much or not, oh. not scare me, but, but kind of wake me up to, uh, to a reality. But I'm, I'm obviously very grateful. It's better to know than not know. Yes, definitely. So, uh, so your prescription for me would be to, to do a, uh, the, the deep breathing whenever I think about it, one in to two out. Yes. Um, and maybe get the uh, heart math coherence program and practice that 10 minutes a day. Yes, yes. Um, and if you're not doing yoga once or twice a week, you might want to try it. All right. Well, I do yoga six mornings a week. Oh, then you're you're good there. So, yeah. Well, so that's that's why I'm scared. You're, you're I, good. You're good. I felt like I've you know, I've, I've exhausted everything. Now I just need a lobotomy. No, I think the heart math training will really help. All like right. I said, there's a lot of research backing that up. What it does is is uh, heart rate variability. Your nervous system moves around a lot because all of your organs are these big oscillators, if you will. Everything, the nervous system tells, you know, the kidney what to do. But it's not one way. The kidney reverberates back onto the nervous system. And so your nervous system is this big, you know, uh, vibrating thing, if you will. And what the heart math does is is help to uh, improve the, the, the oscillation and the uh, coordination of all of the organs that communicate onto the nervous system. Mm. So it sounds, it sounds like heart rate variability is a way to improve the conductor of the orchestra as opposed sure. to trying yeah. to, to tune every string of, of every instrument. Yes, that's right. That's right. If the conductor, it's a good analogy. If the conductor is, is awake and competent and sensitive, they can make sure that all the individual players are doing their thing. Yes, that's right. Well, I love it. And I love, I love the app. And thank you. Um, I mean, five bucks, you know, for, for, I know. for immortality or at least feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. Can't Improving your health, reducing your stress. Making yourself feel better. Yep. And as I said, for so many people who want to do the right thing with their diet and they find themselves, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon, um, sabotaging everything they believe just to stay awake because they're under so much stress. Like this is, this is a, a hidden key to, to a lot of crazy things that we do that we don't understand why we do them. That's right. And maybe using the food sensitivity test while they eat that processed food at four in the afternoon, they may change their minds. Because mm. yep. even if it's low calories and it fits into their day calorie-wise, 
um, their body could be, uh, it could be inducing inflammation in their body, which just says, nope, I'm holding on to all this fat. <laughs> right. Well, so Rhonda, thank you so much for, for creating this tool and for, uh, You're so, so patiently explaining it to, to, to me and to us. Um, I, I wish you all the best. I hope more people discover this. Um, I don't understand why every school in America doesn't have a lab full of these things where, you know. Well, we're, 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 we're pushing that. So let's, uh, let's make it happen. Right on. Rhonda okay. Collier of, so if people can find the app, um, through the, um, the, the Apple app, app Store. App Store. Yeah. It's at Sweet Beat. Yes. Uh, B-E-A-T. Yep. Um, and on, online at Sweetwater HRV for heartratevariability.com. That's right. All right. Well, Rhonda, thank you so much. I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thank you, Howard. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.